what it means to be an American. America is freedom, and freedom is special and rare. We, the people of this great nation. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. We, the people, we, the people of this great nation, of this great nation. Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully everybody uh, is doing great on this beautiful morning. My name is Jace Haver, and I'm here to talk to you about my new podcast called The Republican Nation. Okay, so I'll give you a brief about myself, a little bio about myself. I was born in Miami, Florida. I'm currently 35 years old, always been a Republican. My parents are from Cuba, born and raised in Cuba. They came over here at a very young age. My dad is a Vietnam veteran. My mom was a stay-at-home wife till they got divorced. And um, I've been an entrepreneur since. Um, I have my own history of things I like to not really talk about or remember. But nevertheless, this is a second chapter in my life. And I have... Um, I've started this channel basically because I want to be able to talk to people uh, at like, like I would have a regular conversation with anybody else. Most people would say I'm probably, uh, I'm probably pretty biased, that I'm a hardcore Trump fan, I'm a hardcore Republican, specifically my brother would probably agree with that, and all my friends on Facebook and Instagram, but... Nevertheless, these are my beliefs. I'm going to go based on facts that I've seen and then give my opinion on whatever subject I'm talking about at the moment. Okay. I'd like to begin by saying if this is the direction our country's heading, we're not heading in, the, in, in a good direction. Okay. Um, the majority of these people, if you've noticed, I don't know, you've probably seen a bunch of videos of different um, people that are voting for Bernie, people that are talking, you know, that they're liberals, they claim to be liberals, which are really socialists. Um, and you ask them questions, what policies that they, they, they actually like about these uh, candidates, and they really have no explanation. They just want free college. They want, you know, they, they want to have free health care for all, which is impossible, which has already been mathematically proven to be impossible. And... It's just ridiculous to see how much the youth have changed from now, from 20 years ago. I mean, it's just crazy. I, I'm considered a millennial. I'm considered the first generation millennial. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of like disappointed in the direction this country's heading. I mean, granted, I, I understand that people, a lot of people are just no Trump, you know, they just don't like Donald Trump, they don't like the way he talks, they don't like the way he approaches people, they don't like the way he strikes back, you know, but what people don't realize is that most Americans support Donald Trump, they just don't say it out loud because they're in fear of what people might tell them or arguments that it might start, for the most part, anytime I'm in California, I try to avoid talking politics, only because I know the majority of people over there are going to strike at me, they're going to start getting personal, and it can never be a normal debate. Okay, that being said, I wanted to I wanted to talk a lot about this impeachment. I've been watching it 
I've been watching the back and forth between Democrats and Republicans. Mind you, I think this is a complete waste of time. I believe there's been other presidents, <clears throat> Obama, that have done much worse and have done things that would be impeachable that nobody even seems to care or recognize because he's not the sitting president anymore. And unfortunately, the Republicans are used to being... Um, a group of people that they're they're more diplomatic about things. Liberals are more attackers. Them uh, Republicans are more like defenders. So Republicans carry themselves different. Couple fun facts for you guys: Republican Party, Abraham Lincoln freed the blacks. Republican Party highest votes for women's rights to vote. Republican Party highest votes for African Americans to vote and have rights. Which is obvious that they would lean towards that since they did participate in the free, free, uh, freeing of the slaves. Now, what people don't realize is that the Democratic Party's whole agenda is basically to keep you in the bottom, like minorities at least. And I consider myself a minority, even though I was born in the United States and I'm proud to be an American. But the Democratic Party's whole strategy is to offer welfare, to offer all these free things, which is their way of controlling people, you know, and, and keeping you at a certain level where you can't rise above. Okay, so that's just my point of view. Um, people should realize that being in this country and being born in this country is a privilege. Most people would do anything, as we see with the big immigration issue we have with Mexico, People would do anything to come to this country, and I think a lot of Americans take that for granted. They think they deserve something like free college, or they think they deserve free Medicare. They think they deserve you know, to have any position that they want in a certain company, just like anything. Everything's always a little movement that starts, and then one person says this, one person says that, and it starts becoming a movement. Okay, so this whole impeachment inquiry. Obviously, the, the majority of the Americans know what this is. This is a political, a political sham. This is a hoax. This is something that they're using in order to try to damage Donald Trump's uh, candidacy for 2020. We all know this isn't going to pass the Senate, especially with the treatment that the Democrats have given the Republicans, having these six weeks of bunker-style meetings that only a socialist country would do keeping all this away from the public not letting us see the testimonies letting shifty shift control the testimonies of all these people and basically getting them ready for the public hearings so if you think about it all these people are recanting everything and they're cut they're suddenly their memories are coming back after they had a private underground bunker style deposition so think about this for a second they get a chance to talk privately with shift and the committee and then which basically prepares them to then publicly speak and see what the media is saying and what they're depicting of them so that way they start having to change their tone on what they're saying i wouldn't consider any of these people to be bad people i just think these are people that are being used by the democratic party as many have been used to persuade to 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 basically damage Donald Trump's uh, reputation and damage his presidency for 2020. They keep talking about this Burisma investigation, okay? 
I know a little bit about fraud. I know a little bit about how that works. You have a sitting vice president. You have a prosecutor investigating, investigating a company called Burisma. Okay, the company is being investigated by a prosecutor in Ukraine. And then his son is on the board of this company. His, gun, his son has no experience whatsoever in the position that he has, but yet is getting paid over $50,000. I don't know the exact number. Nunez mentioned, Representative Nunez mentioned 83000 a month. It's a lot of money for somebody that's doing absolutely nothing. But yet the Democrats don't seem to want to bring him in, and he seems to be the topic of conversation. They don't bring him in because they know that that'll destroy their entire argument that they have towards the impeachment of Donald Trump. Okay. So, basically, if you've been seeing this, this is probably the boringest impeachment trial ever. It's a waste of taxpayers' money because it's not going anywhere. And they know it. They know they, they know it's not going anywhere. Shift can try to uh, talk to the American people. He looks like AI. He looks like artificial intelligence. He doesn't even look like a real person when he's talking. He barely moves his face. I mean, the guy's been... You have to understand something. This goes back to the 2016 elections. Donald Trump was attacked by several officials that believed that Hillary Clinton was going to win. So he's got his views on why he's hesitant to release funds to the Ukrainian government. I would too, especially these people have been attacking me and are known as like one of the top three corrupted countries in the world. Okay, so he gave the guy time. He waited to see the new president, Zelensky, um, uh, get inaugurated. And then, as Obama did not do, he released the funds for Javelins. Obama instead decided he would give them towels to protect themselves or blankets, whatever. He thought that that was the best route to go. Mind you, these are people that are saying that Donald Trump is in cahoots with, um, with Russia, with Putin which he just provided weapons to protect Ukraine from Russia, which Obama was scared of doing because he did not want to instigate any issues with that part with, with, with Putin and Russia. So what I've seen so far from besides the boring testimonies of all these people, I saw, I forgot his name, the, the lieutenant colonel that he likes to be called, that usually doesn't wear a military outfit everywhere he goes, but decided to wear one. So that way, again, these people are programmed and these people have been screened to do this. I mean, there were specific questions asked by the Democrats on what he's wearing on his uniform, which makes me even feel more like they knew he was even coming in uniform. <laughs> and then there was that interesting little situation where he told he was told not to tell anybody, but then he told his brother. He told uh, an, uh, another associate of his who he mentioned. I forgot the name, but he also mentioned another intel officer. Immediately, when the Republicans asked who was that, who that was, Schiff immediately said that he doesn't want to jeopardize the whistleblower's um, name or information or. Um, I mean, if you look at it from any point of view, it's obvious. Schiff has been denying that he knows. He first said that he knew who the whistleblower was. Now he's denying that he knows who the whistleblower is. Then why would he stop that testimony? Like, it's so obvious. Like, anybody who's 
who's got two cents would realize this guy's obviously covering up the fact that he knows he doesn't want the whistleblower to come in on complaints that everybody has testified that the phone call was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. People that were on the phone call at the moment that the phone call took place, nobody was alarmed by the phone call. And I believe that the president's job is to prevent corruption and Biden and his son are no different than anybody else. Let's face the facts. That shit is corrupt. And I'm sorry to use that language, but it is corrupt. Biden is corrupt. Biden went to Ukraine, had a prosecutor that was investigating the company that his son worked in and had him fired and bragged about it on TV. Yet Hunter Biden cannot appear in front of the committee or they refuse to allow them. They keep saying that they're allowing the Republicans to bring their own witnesses. That's also BS. The witnesses that, the, the, that they're allowing the Republicans to bring in are witnesses that were subpoenaed by Shifty Schiff. So that means that it's not really Republicans' witnesses because the Republicans want Hunter Biden to come and testify. And, of course, you know, the president can't have his lawyers present, which has never been done before on any impeachment. And let's remember something. When, when they're talking about impeachment, you can't impeach a president because he may have spoken improperly or something was improper. He has to commit a crime, okay? He has to commit a crime. Let's remember Bill Clinton did commit a crime. He even lost his license to practice law, okay? And this is just, like, ridiculous. Like, I'm looking at it from an outside point of view, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, my God, how can people believe this like and then but then you start seeing videos i start looking through youtube and seeing what people say like private you know private people that have their own little youtube channels and their own little things going on and the majority of people don't even care about it they're not even watching the impeachment it's not changing their opinions it's actually making them realize what the what the what the democrats are doing and it's actually helping president trump i believe and i believe that um I believe that if people were to go out there and vote in their districts for a Republican that would support Donald Trump's agenda, I think this country would go much further. I promise you that if somebody else gets elected and you start seeing the market drop, you start seeing your 401k drop, you start seeing the stocks dropping, you start seeing employment, employment rates going down, I promise you people are going to start regretting this. But at that point, it is too late. At that point... It's, it, we're done. That's it. And if you look at this party, the, the, this Democratic Party, this isn't even the real Democratic Party anymore. This is a socialist party. There's not one person, look, there's one person that I would support as a Democrat, and she's being attacked left and right, Gabbard, U.S. veteran. She gets, she gets attacked by Kamala Harris, caught, I mean, and, and Hillary Clinton calling her a Russian spy. This is a narrative that they've been going with. Which, mind you, after investigations, let me, after investigations and investigations and investigations, they've realized there's nothing there. There's nothing there with Russia. And I highly doubt it. Um, I highly doubt that Gabbard, that served for our country, is a Russian spy. I would more lean towards the lieutenant colonel that was offered three times a position that he said that he took as a joke. Um, to be minister, minister of, I forgot what position in, in Russia, I mean in Ukraine. So that being said, there's so many discrepancies here that it's just, 
this is ridiculous. Like, I'm looking at these hearings, and they're boring. Let me tell you, it's very rough for me to watch this. Even my wife is, like, tired of just, like, hearing these boring voices in the background. But, I, I mean, I, I like to be informed, and I like to see what's going on, and I like to see both sides. You know, and so far, I'm not impressed by the Democrats. It's exactly what I predicted was going to happen. It's exactly what I thought was going to happen. It's just something that they're doing. Why would you do this 11 months before an election? Unless it's some kind of political, something political that, that they're trying to accomplish here by like tarnishing the president of the United States. Man, an impeachable offense is something, to impeach a president is something extremely serious. It's only been done three times. Three times with, with, in, in our nation's history. And they're trying to impeach this president. And mind you, a lot of these people stood up when the president was inaugurated and said, we must begin the impeachment process. We must get this president impeached. They're just not happy that the, the American people, some that spoke out loud and some that didn't, voted for Donald Trump. And it shocked them. They really thought Hillary had it in the bag. And they were completely wrong. All the polls were wrong. You know why? Because people were supporting Donald Trump, but they were supporting him silently because they didn't want to get scrutinized. They didn't want to get attacked by people for being a Trump supporter. So they took it to the ballot box and they voted for him. And inevitably, Donald Trump won the election. Now, they, I honestly don't even believe that Donald Trump was doing this to, um, for, political, for political gains in any which way. To be honest with you, I don't even think Biden can win Donald Trump in an election. No way, no way, no how. He's ran for president before, hasn't even gotten far enough to even be the presidential candidate. The guy is forgetting half of the things he says. He wouldn't even be, I don't even think he would pass a health exam to be president of the United States. He can't do it. I mean, it's obvious and the mainstream media is not even leaning towards him. They're more using him as a tool to impeach Donald Trump. As because they know that he's not the hopeful. I mean, right now it's looking like it's going to be um, Mayor Pete, which I'm not going to lie to you. I don't dislike the guy. I don't see anything wrong with him. Although I heard that uh, he's done a lot of things that people are not very, appro his approval ratings are not very high where he's mayor. But nevertheless, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with him so far. He's not an extremist. He's definitely not Elizabeth Warren who lies about practically everything, even lied to get into college. I mean, I mean, guys, come on. Everybody here has common sense. Everybody here can see beyond these hearings. Everybody can see just the media, the ridiculous stuff that comes out of their mouth. I mean, I even saw the other day, I forgot if it was CNN, MSNBC, one of those fake-ass news medias. I saw them literally saying that Donald Trump was hospitalized. His health is in danger. He went for a checkup, man. I mean, the, the, the guy can't even go for a checkup without being attacked by the media. This is just, like, ridiculous. I mean, I mean, where does this end? Like, like if Donald Trump is definitely going to be president in 2020. I guarantee it. I mean, I will bet money on this with anybody who's listening to this podcast that doesn't agree with me. I would bet money that Donald Trump will win the, the 2020 election. I mean, is this going to go on again? The only way to change this is by people in their district not voting for a Democrat to represent them in the House. Otherwise, we're going to have the same crap with impeachment inquiries, wasting taxpayers' money. Mind you, all these people are talking about health care and lowering the cost of health care. There's a bill sitting right now in the House that is to lower the cost of prescription drugs. 
Do you think the Democrats are paying attention to this? No, they're too focused on impeachment instead of focusing on what helps the American people, what helps you and I. But nevertheless, it never gets brought up by CNN or MSNBC. They're just focused on impeachment, on impeachment, impeachment, what Donald Trump says, what he does, who he talks to. I mean, and another main subject about this, as I'm watching all this unfold on national TV, I'm wondering to myself, what is Ukraine thinking? They're making Ukraine look so weak by showing all these conversations and making Ukraine look like a beggar to the United States. Like Ukraine is begging us for help against Russia. It's making Russia believe that they actually, they can actually have a shot at like taking Ukraine or you, and it's showing them how weak Ukraine is that they want a meeting with Donald Trump. Listen, he's the president of the United States. He just doesn't meet with anybody. Obama didn't just meet with anybody. I mean, I was quite offended being a Cuban-American. I was quite offended that while, while there was a bombing in Belgium, um, uh, Barack Obama was sitting there with Raul Castro, a dictator, that his brother, Fidel Castro, killed a bunch of innocent people, took over a country and, and formed a dictatorship where he took away their, their, their right to bear arms. He took away everything from them. They're poor. They're starving. And this is also a guy, may I add, that was admired by now candidate Bernie Sanders. And Barack Obama was there playing, uh, watching, watching a baseball game with him. I mean, do you think that that's very presidential? Obama may have had a good way of speaking to the audience, and he may have sounded more political when he spoke and entertaining when he spoke to the audiences and stuff. Not, not, not Donald Trump style. Donald Trump is very straightforward, says what's on his mind. And I think that's what America likes because they can finally understand the president. I mean, mo I mean, if, if, if most people, if, I mean, they can't even understand what, the, what most of these presidents are talking about. The average American, at least, they, they can't understand what a president is talking about when he starts talking about all these, he, they use all these political, pol uh, political correctness and, and these little phrases that people don't really understand what the hell's going on. Donald Trump is very transparent. He's very clear on what he says, and he understands the American people. And I think that that's what they don't like. I think that this is what the Democrats don't like, and he's prospering on that on that promise he made to American to the Americans. I mean, everything he has promised, he's doing, and they're trying to stop this. Yet, what have the Democrats accomplished? What has Nancy Pelosi accomplished? Absolutely nothing. 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 Back to the subject. Back to the subject of Barack Obama meeting with. How can people have not, like, saw that as something wrong? Mind you, there's a bombing in Belgium, and Barack Obama is smiling. He doesn't get on a plane. He doesn't get out of there as quickly possible to support Belgium. No, no. He sits there and watches an entire baseball game with, Raul, with a dictator, Raul Castro. And it's just, like, astonishing to me that he has conversations with Putin, you know, that he off camera that they kind of heard him whispering something to Putin, like, don't worry, we'll take care of that later. If I'm saying it incorrectly, you can feel free to comment or, or let me know that I said it incorrectly. But I know he had some sort of conversation on Mike was it was an open mic. Uh and nobody criticized him for this. And I mean, it's just ridiculous, like how biased this is. This is Nancy Pelosi announced that she was going to do a bipartisan impeachment if there was ever going to be an impeachment. That did not occur. Every Republican voted against it. 
because they didn't know what the hell was going on. Because all these meetings that were taking place were taking place under Adam Schiff. I mean, and nobody was able to even hear the opening statements. And, and mind you, let me tell you, liars get better with practice. Adam Schiff has had plenty of practice in those hearings that he had for six weeks. So have the people that are testifying. Not that I'm saying any of them are lying, but it gives them an opportunity to see where the questions are coming from, what type of questions are going to be asked, so then you don't get the original reaction of those meetings that took place in person. So you're getting like a second reaction. It's almost like you go to an audition for, for a movie role, right? And then they do a callback, which a callback is basically when um, – you did a good job in the first audition and then they call you back for a second audition to check it out. You're probably going to do much better on the second audition because you're going to get more of a feeling of what the character wants, what they want to hear, how they, how to portray the character. It gives you more chance to practice and remember and whatnot, the, the lines and perfect anything that you felt you did wrong in the first, in the first audition. This is basically what's happening here. I mean, if people can't see this, I mean, this is just ridiculous. And, and you want me to tell you something? If I was a Republican senator, Mitch McConnell, who's the, the, the main guy for the Republicans in the Senate, I swear to you, I would kill this on arrival. I would say impeachment denied. Unfortunately, they can't do that because then the mainstream media, who's controlled by the Democrats, um, they'll, they'll start attacking and they'll say that, oh, no, these people are being – they're not being fair. They're running this like a, con, like, like a dictatorship. When in reality, every single thing that these Democrats are promoting – is basically a form of socialism and dictatorship. Do you honestly believe... Uh, now I'm going to leave the topic of impeachment. We all know it's ridiculous. It's not going anywhere. Adam Schiff is full of shit. Um, so now we're going to move over to another subject. The candidates that are running for president. What are they talking about? They're talking about Medicare for all. Bi Biden. Biden. Vice President Biden even agrees that it's impossible. It's impossible. I saw rallies that, that uh, I had mentioned before. I saw rallies on YouTube where people are questioning these uh, hardcore Elizabeth Warren fanatics and these hardcore um, Bernie Sanders feel the burn. I mean, these people don't even know why they like him. They're just like, I love his energy and I love how he like wants to give us like free college. And, and when I hear people even talking like that, I'm like, seriously, why are you even in college? You can't even speak proper. I mean, what are they teaching you in college? Like, and these are the people that are Bernie Sanders uh, supporters, which I have no issues with because as uh, as lazy as they speak and as little energy as they have to, to correct their grammar, I know they're not going to go to the voting polls to vote anyway. So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't make a difference to me. That being said, that being said, I just feel like they're discrediting anybody who's a regular Democrat. I'm sure the majority of Democrats right now that are real Democrats, that are not these socialists like Andrea Cortez uh, and these ridiculous clowns that are right now in, um, in the House and running for president, they're not giving them a shot. They're not giving, the real Democrats are right now like, wait, what's happening to this party? I mean, this party's shifting so far to the left that I don't even know where I stand anymore. They can't even, they can't even like 
appreciate any of the candidates. They can't agree with any of the candidates because the candidates are trying to compete with one another. And I even feel to a certain point that candidates that are normal de democratic candidates that don't believe in specific things, um, you know, they, they, they can't even, they, they, they don't even have the privilege to like, to speak their word because they instantly get attacked. I mean, look at Biden. Biden disagrees with legalizing marijuana because he thinks it might be the gateway drug. I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I've smoked weed. I've smoked pot when I was younger. I've smoked pot as of recent. I've even smoked uh, weed. And I'm going to tell you something. I, I go to California quite a lot. I, I own a, a store over there. I'm partners in a store over there. And I do a lot of business in California. I've seen what legalizing marijuana does. Okay. I have an apartment in LA. And as I'm walking through my apartment, I can smell it everywhere. And I'm talking about like not just like a soft smell to it. I mean, it's being smoked everywhere. I, and it's disgusting because those people, that means your kids are inhaling it. That means your kids are smelling it. And it's just, it, it's, it's, a, it's just, it doesn't feel comfortable when you, when it's invading your space. Okay. When it's invading like. And I just and 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 honestly speaking, these people they're all from California. All these people that are that are demanding President Trump, President Trump, um, President Trump leave office or get impeached. And I want to be honest with you, California is disgusting. I mean, I went to San Francisco um, this last weekend. It was a beautiful city. I can't really say that I saw homeless people as it's been reported on the news, like this massive homeless people. But I can tell you, in Los Angeles, I literally have. A person that sits that camps out outside of my store every night and he takes a shit on the side of my store every single night okay I, I've spoken to my landlord about the situation he says that he hasn't been able to rent certain areas because he calls the police and the police refuse to move the homeless man that's sitting in front of one of his locations that he cannot rent because the homeless man is there all day. And nobody does anything about this. Like the police doesn't even try to like move him out of there. They don't try to detain him. They don't. And this is a private uh, sidewalk. Like this is where you're supposed to be able to walk and, 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 and they're, they're, they're sleeping. And, and the, these are the people that want to run our country. They can't even run their own state. Their state is falling apart. I mean, they got fires every year. Last year, when we first initiated the opening of the store, there was a fire. Then this year, around the same time, there was a fire. And I mean, they can't even control their own fires. And then they want, I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so much hypocrisy. And I, I'm just fed up with it. I really wasn't going to do a podcast because, I, you know, my wife has suggested I like it so much and it might be a good way for me to, I like politics so much, it might be a way for me to, um, express what I feel but for a long time I didn't really want to do this because I felt like it would consume too much of my time but man I mean I want to talk to the simple average Americans out there that are listening to this I mean take a visit go to California those of you who live in LA you know how disgusting it is you can lie to yourself all you want those of you that support uh, these liberal candidates you can you, you can lie to yourself all you want because you probably live in an area where you don't see it go to downtown LA go to downtown LA at night okay Miami I'm from Miami I currently live in Fort Myers Florida Fort Myers is an extremely different type of a place than than Miami it's a smaller it's a smaller city much smaller 
But even in Miami, you go to Miami, and Miami is a very culture, diverse culture there, and there's a lot of people coming in from different countries. And um, I'm sorry to tell you, man, it's nowhere near being as dirty and full of homeless people as as Los Angeles. I mean, it's just, it's just we we there has to be something done about this. And and you know what? I'm sympathetic towards the people that are there. I mean, I I recently felt even bad that I was walking down the street and a homeless man came up to me and asked me for water. The simplest thing, water, something that anybody should be able to have. Like, and he wanted a drink off my water. He drank the water that I was drinking, which means he was really, really thirsty because he wasn't even thinking, wow, does this guy have any germs or anything? He drank right off my water like he had ran through a desert. So then I went back and I went to the store, picked up a couple bottles of water, gave it to him. And I started thinking about it and I was like, you know, people left me comments and and stuff I posted on Instagram and people left me comments that were like, he needs to get a job. Well, unfortunately, he can't get a job because first he needs to recruit, he, he needs to go through rehab because... I saw his nose. His nose was full of a white powder, a white substance. I don't know what it was. And he's missing a leg. So before people go to judging, they need to first analyze the whole situation. Situation is, is that California is not doing anything to help the homeless community rehabilitate themselves, for the most part, get help for their drug issues, because the majority of these people have drug issues. And that we need to first help them rehabilitate themselves before they can even begin to start a life. Um, luckily, people are finally coming to their senses and over 700,000 people moved out of California this year. And uh, I think that was very smart of them. They're evacuating. They know they know California is not the place it was 20 years ago or 30 years ago. So this uh, there's a lot of changes happening in this world. You know, there's a lot of things that that, that are happening that I don't that people don't really pay attention. I don't think people care as much as I care. I don't think people focus on the news as much as I do. I I think people just disregard this. My wife says I'm a little obsessed over this, which I am because I care about the future of my son and my daughter. And many many disagree with me. A lot of people I post something on Facebook, I instantly get attacked by 20, 30 people at one time and they start trying to fact check me and look, I'm not saying Donald Trump is the perfect president. He's far from perfect, we know. But the thing is, this guy's been in the public eye. He's been in the public eye for so many years. This Nothing's new. Nothing can come out that's new about him and his dealings. I mean, for example, we all know he was a womanizer. He was a guy that loved women, that loved, uh, you know, sleeping with women. I mean, this is... This is uh, this is Trump. I mean, Donald Trump. I mean, but he did state something very clearly in the 80s during the same time period that uh, Bernie Sanders said that he supported Fidel Castro. Uh, Donald Trump did say that if he saw this country at jeopardy or he saw this country leaning in a direction where he felt that he would have to run for president, that he would. And what did he do? He ran for president. He won. And he's literally done a 180 on this country. We are the highest and strongest economical power in the world. And we weren't that before, and now we are. I mean, guys, look at the big picture here. Most Americans care about what's in their bank accounts, what money that they have in their accounts, whether they can take vacations, whether they have enough money to buy whatever prescription pills they want. And let's look at what Donald Trump has sacrificed. Okay, this guy's Hollywood star has been destroyed a million times. Okay, a bunch of times people have broken his star. 
He's been ridiculed. There's been statues showing he has a small penis. There's been embarrassing just attacks on him consistently on a day-in, day-out basis. And then people get mad because he tweets out that that um, something like uh, along the lines of, uh, I'm trying to think of an example because he tweets out quite a lot, but where, where he criticizes an official saying that, look at the situation that officials caused in, in a specific region of this uh, of the world. And people attack him for that, where people have attacked him for being a Russian asset, where people have attacked his, his family, where people have attacked his son, where people have booed him in a World Series game, where people will show an audience booing him, where CNN will show an audience booing him, one little sector booing him, but then they won't show the entire stadium uh, standing up for him. And this is the problem, that CNN, all these uh, Democrats, all these stations that represent, that, that think they're representing the country, they don't see the big picture. They don't see that Americans disagree with them. They don't see that Americans dislike them. They don't see that Americans don't trust them because of everything they've done, because of all the reporting and the false narratives that they've placed and the obvious bias that they've faced, that they've placed towards the president himself. That being said, any average American doesn't really trust the media and the media thinks that they're so in tuned. I mean, that they're so in tuned with the American people when they're really so far from being in tuned with the American people. Bill Maher the other day said, damn, I hope we go into another recession so that way we the, the Donald Trump doesn't get reelected. Honestly, you would rather see the, 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 the country and, and American people get jeopardized just because you don't agree with a president or dislike a president. That is just like the most ridiculous thing to to like it's just the most ridiculous thing for somebody who's supposed to be a host and 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 somebody who's supposed to report news or whatever he does on his show because I don't really pay attention to his dumb show anyways. Never agree with anything he says because it's easy for him to stand there and criticize and criticize when he has millions of dollars in his bank accounts. Remember these people don't care about you. All these people that are that are against that are against Donald Trump, all these people that are attacking Donald Trump, these are all millionaires. These are all people that are rich. That even if the economy was to go into recession, it wouldn't affect them. It would only affect you, the American people. That's why they don't care. That's why they're attacking this impeachment. That's why they're attacking this president towards impeachment. And honestly, the impeachment's not going anywhere. It's just they're trying to label him that to prepare the platform of what the Democrats are going to be able to attack Donald Trump for 2020. In 2020, it was, I mean, in 2016, it was Russian collusion and the, the link between Russia and Donald Trump. Now they're preparing, oh, he got impeached. He was formally impeached. He can't be president again. They're just preparing a platform for whoever's the candidate, which all of them suck right now. I mean, I don't think any of them stand a chance against Donald Trump. By no means do they stand a chance against Donald Trump. Going back to that subject about, you know, all these people speaking, I'll even talk about the subject of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg went to attack Kanye West because Kanye West has changed his mind on what he believes in or what um, he found Jesus, which I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not the most religious person out there. I do believe there's a God. I do believe um, that we should have morals. You know, I do believe that, you know, that in good conscience we should do... The, the best we can for humanity and and you know and, and I and everybody should believe in, in what they want to believe in or whatever religion they want to believe in. 
Um, personally, I my brother and me don't agree in a lot of subjects, but I respect his opinion because he's entitled to that opinion and he's entitled to that belief being an American or being a, a human being in general. We're born free. Some aren't, unfortunately, in other countries, but we are born free and we're, we're, we're born to, to uh, have our own beliefs on anything we wish. But that being said, Snoop Dogg, um, he went ahead and attacked Kanye West because he supports Kanye West, I believe, has seen the light. He finally has seen the history behind this this sham that people think the Democratic Party is for blacks or minorities. Let's let's take a let's take a step back. A lot of people, Snoop Dogg, first of all, he needs to stop reading these Martha Stewart cookbooks, and he start he needs to start reading history books so he can get up to date with the, with, with history and find out a little bit of more factual stuff instead of just attacking somebody because they don't agree with what you agree with. Um, let let's let's do a little bit of a, a history a, a history check here. Um, the KKK was established by the Democratic Party. And that's that you can fact check that. In the 1926, I'm not sure if I'm, the, I'm correct on the dates, the DNC held a, in the Democratic National Convention. Um, there were people wearing hoodies and KKK, uh, KKK outfits and all that stuff for the Democratic Party. Not the Republican Party, the Democratic Party. Okay, Planned Parenthood. The lady that started Planned Parenthood was part of a group called the Woman, the Women of the Ku Klux Klan. Okay, they did not start Planned Parenthood for helping women. Now that's their motive, you know. Now that's the motive of, of obviously time has changed, and I'm not ignorant to think that you know that the views of Planned Parenthood is the same as they were back then. But it was initially started. To eliminate women, black women that were pregnant, to exterminate, you know, the the, the black, but uh, black people, uh, black African Americans that were going to be born. They wanted to limit the amount of African Americans that were born in this country. That was why it was established, and that's why it was in the worst neighborhoods because they knew it was easy access for for you know people in poverty, and people in poverty at that time period were African American. That's number one. Okay. Let's now talk about all the amazing things that have been done through the Republican Party. Okay, freedom of blacks, Abraham Lincoln, freed the blacks. Every single time there's been a vote for anything to advance women's rights. Of course, unanimously, the Republican Party has voted for it. And of course, the Democratic Party has not. The women, the, the right for men, the right for, um, the right for, for blacks to vote, the rights for blacks to have equal rights, all Republicans voted for, Democrats were nay. I'm not saying all Democrats, but majority. People, grab history books. Start reading the history of this country. Start seeing outside, like look at it from an outside point of view. Put yourself in Donald Trump's position. Put yourself in your own position and what's best in your interest. Like what is in your best interest? Do not listen to these people that are multimillionaires, that are extremely rich, that can care less about you. They can pretend all they want, but they don't care about you. And this is a simple fact. I mean, these people will not be affected. Do you think that when the economy crashed back in 2008, 2009, do you think that these rich people were affected? Yeah, they lost money. But do you think they were affected like we were? 
No, they didn't. They didn't get their cars repossessed. They didn't have to file for bankruptcy. They didn't get their houses foreclosed on. None of that happened to them. They continued to move on. They continued to be hosts on TV. They continued to be rappers making music videos. They continued to entertain. Nothing changed for them. But for the American people, everything changed. Right now, the stock market has broken all-time highs, I think over 100 times in a row or something like that. Again, these are opinions based on facts of what I can remember or presume, as the ambassador was saying all day yesterday. Um, I mean, any change, any change, I've only seen change in my life, and I've only, I've only been around to vote for three, for three different presidents. So I'm still young, you know, these, these terms are long. Look, I mean, the biggest change that I've ever seen for myself personally has been under Trump's administration. And and I'm going to tell you something, and you can look through my Twitter accounts. You can look through my Instagram accounts. You can look through my Facebook accounts. While Barack Obama was president, I supported him as a president. I don't, no matter who's president or who gets elected as president, this is my country. So I feel obligated to support whatever president is in office. I won't badmouth them. I mean, I might not agree with whatever their policies are. I might disagree with them, but I'm not going to attack them personally like I like they've been attacking Donald Trump. And I would accept them as my president, like I did for Barack Obama and as I did for George W. Bush. Um, I mean, it's it, it's it, I just want people to just think about the situation that's currently going on. I want people to debate with me. I want whoever's listening uh, to my podcast right now, I want you guys to let me know what you feel. Let me know if there's any specific topic. I want, it, I want this to be a broad podcast. I want to talk about every kind of topic. I want to debate. I want people from both sides to ask me questions what my feelings are. Well, not my feelings, what my thoughts are. Because I don't base anything on, on feelings. I base it on thoughts. Um, what my thoughts are, what um, what you guys uh, what you guys want me to talk about. I want this to be an open kind of debate podcast, you know. And um, with that, this is my first podcast. I'm very happy for those uh, those of you who are listening. You can follow um, the Republican Nation on Instagram, Facebook, or you can visit our website www.republicannation.com. If you want to personally follow me, you can follow me, Jace Haber, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you for listening to me and my and my uh, my conversations with you today. And if you have anything you would like for me to speak about, just go ahead and leave a comment either on my YouTube channel or leave a comment. Uh, you can send me a direct message through Twitter, through Facebook, uh, through Instagram. And I'll get to that topic. I'm hoping to do this hopefully every other day and talk about what's going on, update you guys on my beliefs. So, and any questions you guys might personally want to ask me about myself. So that being said, thank you. Have a good night. I mean, have a good evening. Have a good night. Uh...